Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to Copy Thoughts Podcast. This is episode 66, I believe. Um, so thank you all for tuning in, whether you're watching or listening or whatever you're doing. Thank you. And thank you all for watching my last episode, which came out about a week ago. Um, really appreciate all the kind words and glad you guys enjoyed that one. So today, this one is, is like less serious. And I really wanted to talk about my first experience working on a film. Uh, both with acting and with music and just kind of like walk you guys through like how that all happens and you know what I learned from doing it and how it was. I recently worked on a film called Cup of Cheer which is a Christmas comedy uh, coming out this year so it was it was my first like feature film that I worked on and um, it was just such a great experience like all around so I really I really thought it'd be cool to talk talk about it um, because like I know like from talking to some of you guys, like some people, you know, want to get into acting or into film, but it feels kind of like it's this like very far away thing that like you, like I remember when I started, when I was like the day I was like, I want to do acting. I want to like work on movies. I was like, I don't know how the hell I'm going to, you know, do it because it's some, one of those things. It's like, you can't just go and like apply for it. Really. You kind of have to like find your way into it. So I just kind of want to walk you through, uh, how the process was for me and kind of what ended up happening. So um, since I was a kid, like I've always, I've always loved movies. Like I've always loved um, film and like I just have been obsessed with movies since I was a kid. Like I, I would go outside and like play, you know, and pretend to be in movies like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and Pirates of the Caribbean and stuff. You know, I would just like act out scenes to myself and had all these costumes in a closet, I would just like, you know, I do plays for my parents and stuff. Like it was ridiculous. I just love movies. And I think even before I wanted to play music, I wanted to get into film. Like I wanted to act, you know, I wanted to, I mean, that's really ultimately what I wanted to do. I wanted to be an actor. Um, and kind of the way things happen, like I ended up, you know, choosing music as the path that I pursued. Uh, but I always kind of had in the back of my mind, like, you know, one day I want this to intersect with film and I want, uh, I want to work on movies, like whatever that looks like, I just want to do it. So the first time that I moved to Toronto, uh, which was a couple years ago, I lived with my good friend, Andrew Bizanti. Um, I got into being like, uh, an extra for movies. So like just a person in the background, you know, doing whatever they tell you to do. So I got to work on, um, a couple of shows. I got to work on the boys, uh, October Faction, Dare Me, Into the Dark, I don't know, some random other ones, and that's a movie with um, the dude from Stranger Things, Billy, I can't remember his name right now, Dacre Montgomery, that was the last one I ever did, was just being an extra in that. So I got to be on film sets, you know, like big film sets, which was the, so cool, and like, I know, like at the time, you know, it was just, it's such a small role, like it's, it, no one gives a shit about the extras, really. Um, but I just wanted to be there to see how it worked and just to kind of absorb it and everything. And I got to like meet some cool people and see some cool people on the way. Um, but that, like doing that and being kind of around film uh, like that kind of inspired me to, um, to take a step further and be like, okay, how do I get, like next time I'm on camera, how can it be for like an actual role, you know? So basically what I started to do um, is make my own stuff. So. Uh, with my friend Micah, who you guys hopefully know, he um, he plays Tyke in our little comedy series called Dake and Tyke. 
So we started to kind of write this comedy web series and just shoot it because we, it's just something we, you know, we wanted to do for fun. But, um, kind of what happened was by, by doing that, um, I, I, you know, I, I do all the editing for it and everything too. So I was learning like, you know, timing with, with editing and I was learning more about audio and just in general, more about, you know, production and, and cameras and like, you know, we try to make it better every time that we shoot. Um, so just kind of by, like by not waiting around and like, okay, like I need to wait until I get an audition or get a role or whatever. Like I just decided like, okay, we're going to make our own stuff, you know? So along with that, like I, I started to write my own film called Sparrow and Her Bones, which I've been working on. Like I worked on for probably four years, maybe. I don't even know when I started it in like 20, 2016 or 17. And I only finished it like pretty recently with the help of Micah. Um, so I was kind of in the mindset of like, all right, make, make my own stuff, you know? And the cool thing is, is like, I ended up getting an agent as well, like for acting just for like commercials and stuff, like nothing crazy. Um, but the only reason that I was able to even do that was because I had made, we had made our own stuff and I had, I had footage to put into a demo reel, you know, like I didn't have anything from like other auditions or other, other projects. Like I, I made a demo reel out of, um, stuff from Dake and Tyke and pretty much that in my music videos and like a couple like monologues from the film that I wrote that I just shot in my room. So I kind of made this like makeshift demo reel, which, uh, I have, I had listed on a website and then an agent hit me up through that. And then I ended up getting like a couple little things, um, from that. But, uh, kind of basically like what I'm getting at is like through the whole time of like not knowing how to get into acting or whatever, like I, I was just focused on making my own stuff, you know, and this is a slow process, but it's cool because like when you do that with any kind of art, you're always kind of in control in a way, like you don't have to wait around for anybody. And when you make your own stuff, especially with, with like, you know, video stuff, like I, you learn so much along the way. Cause like naturally every time you do it, you want to, you want to make it better. Um, so anyway, time kind of went by, um, and I've like obviously been doing the music stuff. But I ended up moving out of Toronto into this little town. Um, and I played at one of my family's weddings in this town at this little venue. And uh, like months later, I, uh, I saw a post from that venue on Facebook that said, hey, we're having auditions for a Christmas movie, a comedy movie or something. I realized that I had also applied for that job. Like I found it on like this website, it was called Mandy. I had applied for that, that like an audition like weeks ago and I'd never heard back. So when I saw the post in my head, I was like, well, like I already sent in all my shit. Um, so like, obviously they don't, you know, they're not interested in me because like when you, you know, when you send into a casting director, you send like your demo reel, uh, your resume and your headshot. So like, they know what you look like, they know what your work is like. So I was just kind of like, you know, they're not looking for like an emo kid with tattoos for this Christmas movie. Right. So I was already kind of in the mindset of like, you know, they don't, they don't want me. Right. Like I was already in that mindset. And that's the thing with like, especially with auditions, I think a lot, like pretty much any like actors that I've talked to, like struggle with it. You just kind of weirdly, unless you really work to shift your mindset, you kind of feel like you're not going to get it for whatever reason. And you just have a lot of anxiety and stuff. Um, so anyway, so I had sent this application, never heard anything back. And then I saw this post that had an email address and was like, I was like, okay, fine. Like I'll, I'll try again. I'll maybe they didn't see it. Um, so I sent them an email on like Friday and the auditions were on Sunday, I think. 
And I was like, hey, guys, like I applied a while back. Um, I would love to come in and audition. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to like send my stuff again. So I sent it on Friday, heard nothing back all weekend. And I was like, all right, they definitely don't want like they just don't they don't want me. Um, and so for whatever reason, like I, I, I was laying in bed because like I my kind of my, my family was like, yo, you should just go anyway. Like, just go like they it said they're open audition. So anybody can go. So I was like, all right, like, why the hell not? I did, I did research on uh, Sideways Dog Productions, which is the company that um, was filming it. I researched like their past film and, um, you know, like who, who worked for them and like the director and producer and everything. So I kind of like was doing all this research and I had this weird feeling while I was doing that, like the day before, I'm like, yo, like for whatever reason, like I need to like meet these guys, you know, I need to work with these guys. You know, you just get that feeling sometimes in life about people. Um, I had that really strongly with them, but I was laying in bed like the night before this audition, which I still had not heard back from. And I was like, fuck man, like I was so anxious and I was like, I don't know anything about this film. I don't know what it's about. Um, I don't like I, so I basically had just prepared this like really dark monologue, um, that I knew really well. And I was like, well, maybe they just want to see everyone do something. So I was like, I'm just going to prepare this really, really dark, like serious monologue. Um, because I don't know what else to do. I don't know anything about the film. So I was laying there freaking out and I got, it was like midnight or one. And just like before I was going to go to bed, I got an email from this like acting coach that I follow that was literally about like fear going into auditions. Like right then and there, I got that email and I got this weird, like kind of tingly feeling of like, wow, like, holy shit, like I need to go tomorrow, you know, for whatever reason. And so that email really just kind of made that, if I hadn't got that email, I don't think I would have gone because I was so scared and I was so like nervous. Um, and I'm just trying to emphasize, like, I, it's not, it wasn't an easy thing for me to go and do this. So the next morning I wake up, get the coffee, um, and I roll, you know, five minutes down the street to this, where they're holding the auditions, which was the venue where I played at the wedding. And I get there and there's like probably 20 other people sitting in the waiting room and all of them had scripts from the movie. And I walked in there and I'm like, oh my God, like I didn't know anybody. So to myself, I was just like, fuck, like, I don't know. Like everyone has a script. So everyone must have you know, heard back from them and been emailed a copy of this, of a scene. So that kind of, again, was like, wow, they, they don't want me because like, they didn't send me this. So the whole time I was there, I considered leaving man, like six times. Like, a, a, like I was really ready to just leave because I was like, I'm not getting this. There's no point for me to be here. So I, I'm pretty sure I went very last and I remember seeing the people in front of me, like, cause you could see through the doors and the whole time I was sitting there like, wow, like that guy's getting it. Like he's getting the role, whatever it is. Cause he was killing it. This one kid was doing magic tricks for them. And I'm like, oh my God, like these people are like doing such a good job. And I don't, I'm sitting here not knowing anything about the film. So finally, uh, the, the uh, producer, Andy come walks out and he looks at me and he's like, Hey, like, do you want to come in and do a scene? And I'm like, yeah, kind of introduced myself like really awkwardly. Cause I was so nervous. And uh, having a bad hair day too, like that, the absolute worst, you know? So I was just like a, a wreck. So I go in with this, this girl and they handed me a scene. They're like, all right, this is like the scene. And I was like, sorry, like I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't get it. Like I don't, you know, so I'm just gonna have to kind of sight read. So there's three of them. There was Andy, or no, there's four people in there. So there's Dan, um, Andy, Jake, and I believe 
Um, who else was in there? Jess, I think, was in there. And I didn't know anybody. But I had I like knew who they were because I had researched them, right? So they had they had us do a scene from the movie, and I the first time I did it, I played like a I don't know like barista or something. And I don't know the scene was just about someone getting coffee, and then some funny shit happens. And like you know you know when you get that anxiety and you're trying to talk but your voice is like shaky, that's what was happening to me. And uh, like I I felt awkward. I didn't know what to do with my hands. Like it was just really bad. But we did the scene, and they had, there was a couple little laughs, and then um, they're like, okay, Brayden, now you play the other character. So I did, I kind of like channeled, because the other character was more of like a weird guy, so I was like, all right, like, I don't know, like, I'm just going to channel stuff from Dake and Tyke, like my character Dake, I'm just going to channel stuff from him, because that's comfortable. And so we did the scene again, and I played the other character. Um, and that time, they like laughed a lot more. And I think the only reason I was able to even do it was because I had something that I had previously worked on myself, right, to kind of draw from. Because when, like, the character Dake that I do in the in the the web series, it's so easy because like he's such like a he's not like I'm not like that at all. So it's really easy for me to just kind of get lost in this like bubble of him. So it helps with like being anxious and stuff. So anyway, so I did that. I still was like I didn't get it. Like they, I, that was terrible. So they said thank you. And then um, on the way out, I just like asked them about their previous film because I, I was like, hey, I want to see it. Like I looked it up and it looks good. So anyway, I walk out and uh, I didn't even write my name down anywhere. So the whole time I was just like, fuck, like they don't even have my contact information. So I walk out, I'm putting my coat on. And then just as I'm about to leave, Dan, who is a cinematographer, he runs out and he's like, hey, Braden, Braden, like, can you come back in for a second? And I was like, what the fuck? So <laughs> they... I go back in, it's just me in there now. And I'm like, hey man, like, could you read this part for like drunk Santa or like, you know, weird Santa? And I'm like, all right, like, sure. So he just gives me like an iPad and I'm just like reading the scene as like a drunk Santa. So I'm just kind of like swaying and I'm like, look, man, you know, like just shit like that, right? Because I, I, I was thinking about uh, Shameless, um, William H. Macy's character in Shameless. And I, so I was like, all right, I'm just going to draw from that and do this weird Santa scene. So I did it, and they like lo- they were laughing and stuff, and they, they were like talking about it and shit, and they're like, all right, thank you, like, cool, we'll be in touch, you know? And they're like, would you be available these days? And I was like, yes, I would. So, um, so I left feeling a lot better because although I was like, fuck, I'm not getting any of this, I, I was just blown away that they called me back in. And that kind of gave me some hope of like, wow, okay, maybe like I did an okay job or whatever. Um, so anyway, some time went by and then I ended up getting an email and they were like, Hey, like, just want to say like, thank you. Um, we'd like to offer you a role as the henchman in the movie. And I like, I almost cried. I was like, Holy shit. Like I doubted myself to the point where I almost walked out the door, you know? And, uh, I just remember that moment being like, I am so thankful that like, even though I was terrified, like I, I, I stuck through it and I just, I just showed up, you know? Um, because Part of it was because it was a feature film and that's something that I've always wanted to do. Like I've always loved feature films more than like TV or more than web series or whatever. So, so I got this email, I'm like, holy shit, like I got a role, you know? And they sent me the script, I read it. My character only had a few lines, but I was like, all right, like, I mean, I'm gonna take this, even though this character has a few lines, only a few lines in the film, I'm still gonna like treat it as if it's like, you know, 
a character that is important and his backstory is important. So I started to kind of like develop this like backstory in my head and his mannerisms and like his voice and shit. And by the time we shot, like I was so like into this character that like I just was able to completely let go and sink into this character. And and you guys will see it when the movie comes out. But uh, it's like a really ridiculous character. And like the shit that I was doing while I was on set, you know, was like so out of my comfort zone just as me, you know. But um, because I like, you know, did the work and like I, I treated it like the role mattered even though it was small. By the time I got there, like I didn't even care about that. I, I was just like, I'm in this world now as this character. Like doesn't matter how much people see me or not. Like I need to be in this and stay in this. And it was like the funnest time ever. And uh, I think because of that, like the little things that I did that made it into the film, like were better, you know, because like I, I was trying to be consistent the whole time, whether or not I was on camera. So anyway, so that was kind of the story of how I got the role. And the whole cast is incredible. The whole crew is incredible. Like it was genuinely one of the like best times um, that I ever had. And I was just so thankful that I, you know, ended up there. So anyway, after we were done filming, um, you know, I, I ended up kind of talking with the director, uh, Jake, and uh, they asked me to do some other random stuff to help them out with like some editing and, and whatever. And then, you know, I showed them my music at some point throughout the process. And anyway, one day I remember Jake called me and he was like, hey man, like just have a question. Like, would you want to do the score for the movie? And I was like, yes, I would. I was terrified again though, because I knew like it's a Christmas movie and one of my favorite Christmas movies is Home Alone and the whole score for Home Alone, the score basically means like the music, like the soundtrack. The whole score for Home Alone is like, you know, orchestra and like, you know, composed pieces that like, you know, are cued to things that happen in the film. And like, I've never done anything like that, you know? So at first when he asked me, I was like, man, like, I really want to, but like, I, you know, I just don't know if I have the equipment, if I have the means. And he was just like, no, man, like, you're going to do a great job. Like, you need to do this. And so I was basically like, all right, yeah, all right, I'll do it, you know? Uh, what do you want? And he's like, all right, you know, like reference these movie scores and like Home Alone and stuff. And so I knew the direction he wanted to go, which was very challenging because I had to create like a whole piece. It's pretty much one cohesive piece that goes through the whole film with ups and downs and like, you know, kind of references itself and whatever. So I was like, wow, this is going to be like a fucking thing and a challenge. I'm pretty sure that night I started to mess around because I do all my production work just on my laptop with headphones. Like, that's all I have. I have a microphone, my headphones, my laptop, and like a little MIDI keyboard. That's how I make all my music. So I was like, all right, can I, do, can I make a film score with just this? And so I started to mess around. I started to research some, you know, orchestra libraries, which is basically just like uh, samples, like violin and, and, you know, cello and, and trombone, like the whole orchestra. Um, that I can just play on my keyboard. And so I started researching, I found one that I really liked and uh, I bought it. And then um, I started to just compose like a little intro piece. And I sent it to Jake, cause like, I just was messing around and he like loved it. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, let's just fucking go. So two pretty much two months later, I was done. Like I finished the whole score and it like, I learned so much about production and editing and composing from doing this, like I, I did things I've never done, you know, like I composed like, I don't know, I, not classical music, but just like orchestra music. I've had elements of it in my songs before and I've always loved it, but I, I like, I composed like 
shit that I never thought I'd be able to, you know? And like, I mix it a way that I never thought I'd be able to. And like, I got things sounding a way I never thought I'd be able to. And, um, you know, so again, like after these, after it was done, it was another kind of moment of like, wow, like I was afraid, doubted myself, but I just pushed through, you know? And, um, and then I, you know, recently just wanted to record an album. And I think because of doing all that work, I was able to, like, I knew how to do so much more. So I was able to compose like all the string, the orchestra parts for my album and just do it quickly and just do a lot of things quickly, you know? Um, so that's kind of like the story of how it happened and the movie's going to be coming out in November. Um, and I'm also, I just finished a Christmas album that's coming out with the movie. So it's, um, it's just like songs that are separate. Uh, so it's been, a, it's been so much music making and creating that like has deeply impacted me, you know? Um, and I'm so thankful how everything happened that I got to work with these guys cause they're some of my favorite people ever. And I'm thankful that they like asked me to do this and push me to step out of my comfort zone um, because it's something I always wanted to do, you know, and uh, I know this isn't going to be the last one that we work on together. Um, and I just want to continue to grow and continue to, to learn more um, because I feel like, you know, the more I learn to step out of my comfort zone, the better I feel about myself, the more confident I feel just in general, it helps you grow like in life, you know? So yeah, that's kind of the story. Um, and yeah, I just thought some of you guys might find it interesting. Uh, and as soon as, you know, we have details about the, the film, um, we'll obviously share, but if you want to check out the trailer, the link is below and they, they asked me to do the, uh, like the voiceover for the trailer too, which was cool. I got to do like a little narration, like this holiday season, like that kind of shit. So that's fun. Cause I love doing voice impressions and shit. So check out the trailers below, share with your friends. It's going to be a dope Christmas. I hope you guys enjoy a cup of cheer. Thank you for listening to my story, tuning into Coffee Thoughts, and yeah, Merry Christmas. Love you guys.